Hello, Internet friend. I'm David Ravel, and this is Value Sign for Thursday, March 9. For all of our articles and podcasts, visit valuesign.com. Well, today, what the jolts, job openings, are telling us. Workers are the key component for any economy. Two centuries ago, when Adam Smith and his cohorts invented the discipline of economics, they saw three parts to any economy. Land, capital, and especially labor. Later, economists would jettison land and include instead technology as a key to the economy. But no matter what, labor is always central in evaluating economic performance. Now, it may surprise you to know that our current Treasury Secretary and former chair of the Federal Reserve, Janet Yellen, is a labor economist. Her primary focus is on the health and well-being of the labor sector. I believe that she is the first labor economist to hold either of these two positions. And how appropriate that a labor economist should be government's chief economic officer right now, because the U.S. labor markets are undergoing a massive transition, the likes of which we haven't seen outside a major war. Each month, the Bureau of Labor Statistics calculates and reports on the number of job openings in the country. Now, this may be the most puzzling of all the economic reports to come across my desk, and it has been since the pandemic struck nearly three years ago. I remember watching one of those stock market channels back in 2021 when it was first reported that the number of job openings had reached 10 million. The reporters were gobsmacked. We all were. There had never been anything like this. The highest job openings ever achieved before, just before the pandemic, was 7.5 million. And yet here we were with 25% more job openings than we had ever seen before. Now, these are jobs that employers simply cannot fill. Immediately, Wall Street analysts were guessing at the cause. Could it be that the employers had gone on a massive hiring spree after the pandemic and there were now more jobs than workers? Or were people getting used to staying home and simply did not want to return to work? This, incidentally, was the most popular answer for some time. Or was there something else at work here, something that was not apparent to the analysts? But it's an important question. When nearly 2% of the entire American labor force decides not to go to work, that's going to have a significant impact on the economy. And as the weeks have rolled by, we're beginning to get a complete view of the scope and magnitude of this pandemic. And here I'm not just talking about COVID-19, but I'm including all the deleterious psychological effects of the self-isolation lockdowns and the mental impact of the loss of a job or a business and the adverse side effects from the vaccine and, of course, the impact of the COVID disease itself. Now, when you look at the numbers, they're truly staggering. The CDC reports 1 million dead from COVID. VAERS, the Vaccine Adverse uh, events reporting system reports one and a half million injured from the vaccine, and the Labor Department reports a greater than three million increase in the number of disabled. Add all these together, and I was beginning to see why we had so many job openings and no one to fill the positions. At that point, I decided to look at the correlation between job openings and the disabled, 
and I've included the chart below. As you can see, it's a pretty good correlation, and it goes a long way in explaining why people aren't going back to work. They're disabled. Hopefully this will show that the myth that people would rather stay home was always just a myth. People aren't working because they can't work. Simple as that. But it points to a more troublesome issue. We are now two years after the pandemic, and still, a majority of those workers remain disabled. In fact, there are newly disabled being added to the list daily. The numbers are increasing, not decreasing. People apparently are not getting better, while others are becoming disabled at this late date. It's not a good trend. In the latest job openings report issued yesterday, Wall Street once again was overly optimistic. The street expected that Jolt's report would show 10.5 million openings. In fact, there were 300,000 more openings than that. It's a clear indication that these jobs with no workers is a problem that is going to be with us for some time. It's a reality that far too few of us are willing to face. Many would rather argue over the cause than look at the statistics. I'm less concerned at the moment whether this is a reflection of long COVID, vax injury, or some other injury or cause. First, we must recognize that the American labor force is fragile, that we are losing workers every single month to causes that we perhaps don't fully understand. But to solve any problem, we must first recognize that it exists, and every month, those 10 million job openings is shouting loud and clear, America is losing workers. And that's Value Side for this Thursday, March 9. For all of our articles and podcasts, visit valueside.com. I'm David Ravel. Value Side is independently written and researched. The views expressed are strictly my own. Mm-hmm.